0: it up and roll with America's premier motorcycle talk show, Open Road Radio is on the air with Gina Woods and other guest hosts, and now with Riding on Their Minds, here's your hosts of Open Road Radio. All right, good evening, here is
1: Open Road Radio and other guest hosts. Are a lot tonight. We've got everybody in the house. We've got Scrapper Dan in the house. <laughs> hey, Dan.
2: Are you good? Dan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're talking to me. At my, I turned the volume down on my computer. <laughs>
3: Scrapper Dan,
1: you're nailing it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> got to leave the volume up. We got the gals from the Double Trouble Gals. Over there from Key Shop, fourteen hundred AM, our Sin City, Las Vegas station. Hi guys, how are you doing? Hey, Gina, good. how are you doing tonight? We're good. Thanks for having us again. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm really excited because we've got a fabulous show lined up. But we've all been doing something really great this weekend. You know, everybody's been busy. <laughs> um, what I put a blast out there earlier about uh, what are you guys? What have you guys done? In, Almost ran out of room saying what we've done. Um, it's just been a, a great weekend. We want to hear from everybody. We want you guys to give it a like, give it a share, and uh, be part of the comments tonight. We'd love to hear from you. Um, this is how we bring it out and spread the news and uh, take it to motorcyclists and, and folks everywhere. So let us know what you have done this weekend as well. I did the Donnie Smith Show. Had a great had a great event yesterday meant to go Saturday um that didn't happen, but uh got out there Sunday. that turnout morning. looked amazing. The picture
3: I just had no, I've never been to it, so I had no idea it was so huge oh,
1: like, yeah. there was a lot a lot to do there there really was, and that was actually a slow day compared to you know in the motorcycle industry. all the Saturdays are going to be big. Yeah and sundays are slower are slower days so um and it was a slow day which was nice for me because i did a lot of interviewing and a lot of pictures and you didn't have you know a cluster cluck of people in your way so it was nice but it was busy i thought it was busy did you get but to say happy birthday to donny you know i did um, we were just trying to upload one of the videos That's which cool. i'll post um later on. I had something uh, I might have to go back and, and check the uh, the volumes on it. But um 80 years old, man. Happy birthday again to Donnie. I'm telling you, uh-huh. I can't believe I told him in that uh interview and it was really fun. And I told him in the interview and I said, uh, you know, the new eighty is sixty because you look amazing. And he really does. Yeah, he bet. looks amazing. Yeah He's still he riding. He's got a whole group of riders. So fun stuff. We have we have plenty to look forward to then, right if we, yes. just, if we could just make it to Donnie's birthday age, that would be great yeah well, I tell you what, a lot of people came out to celebrate a thousand, so it was pretty cool. Awesome. Dan, I heard you got some good work going on yourself i think uh I think that uh Soder's got a picture of us. I heard you got uh buried into the garage and and you were just uh, a madman.
2: Yeah, I, um, uh, we're going hard these days and there's some big ideas floating around and I, I got a 76 GT 750 triple, uh, liquid cool two stroke there. And, uh, I'm going to crop dust the neighborhood and, um, <laughs> it, I'm, I'm going to be ahead of everybody and the, and it, and it leaves oil on your shirts and, uh, <laughs> I'm, I, uh i don't know what i'm gonna do with it this year but i'm going up the great lakes dragway i want to see what it does but um it's going to be the mean crap duster for sure
1: that's fantastic yeah it's um, tell me why it's tell me why it's called a water buffalo number one and tell me why it's such a unique bike
2: well it's liquid cooled two-stroke true Triple 750 they made a lot of different two strokes they made air cooled and all that but this was uh the first liquid cooled uh uh, suzuki motorcycle you could get that they actually made and the the triples were the biggest out of all the two strokes they had the rd 350 which they called the giant killer but nothing beats the sound nothing beats Going up, you know, everyone's Billy Badass, and you start that thing up, it sounds like you just started your old Articat up. And and if you load it just right with just enough pumps of the throttle on a cold start and you let the choke run heavy, you can literally smoke out a half a city block easily. (laughs) It's impressive. And every gear that you bang, it plumes smoke out. And if you ride behind it, you wipe your face, and it's all over your face. (laughs) and um, it's just a badass little noisemaker. I look like a bear humping a football, but all, this, uh, all the, the super bikes in the 70s had a short wheelbase on it, and I don't really want, it's a 76. Um, I think we're going to
1: lose
2: him. A model. that they Bad ass, and uh, I don't care how big or small, but 750 is the baddest one they made, and, and that is, uh, it's saying internet connection. Oh, okay. So,
1: what uh, but- what would it sound like, Dan, if you had to make your best impression? <laughs> <laughs> go
4: in, <laughs> oh. come on, Dan, you can do it.
2: <laughs> all right, well,
3: you make the noise while you puff that cigarette because it created all this smoke earlier. So, <laughs> <laughs> there you go.
5: Make <laughs> a noise
3: and take a draw, and you know. We'll
2: <laughs> um but it, it goes something like and then when the power band gets over 4,500 rpm it goes nuts and you can barely hold on some of the some of the the, the, the old timers that go to these shows you know like i can't believe that bike hasn't gotten away from me yet and I'm like such a thing to say. <laughs> and, and, and years ago I, uh, I met John Davidson At the Iron Invasion And he was the only guy that came up and talked to me It was the first year when they moved here To Woodstock And I rode it there, it rained, no one talked to me This guy talked to me, he was on a 47 Survey car and I Or a 45, and I told him I was working on a 47 And he said I've only seen these in museums And he's like, you rode that here? I said, yeah, I rode it here I blew the forks. So he was doing wheelies on the way here it's all and busy journeys. and um, I I got new BT forty uh, sixes on there right now, and this thing's gonna just roll into the turn like it's on rails. I can't wait.
1: I can't wait. I can't wait. Where are you gonna take it first? Um,
2: Brower House down by you.
1: It's <laughs> so a um, really big. Uh, uh If you don't know. It's a really big bike night here. Uh, That's hundreds, cool. hundreds and hundreds. I'm Every coming. Person. I'm coming for it. And yeah, Gina
4: took me well, there. It I'm, wasn't I'm putting, a bike night, but she took me there so I could see it. It's pretty badass. I did.
2: Oh, I it's, did take it it's an absolute zoo. It, it, uh, it, 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 like all, Everyone comes from, like, Indiana, uh, uh, Iowa. Everyone comes and meets up for that. Yeah. And it's, it's really, a really hard getting anything done.
1: It's a really good time.
2: It's a, a really Friday. good time. Sometimes the weekend starts early. <laughs> it's kind of start early, but My- speaking
1: of the weekend starting early, I know that Dazlin was just out starting her weekend early, and man, they nailed it, so she talked to us last week about the bling divas. they are beautiful inside and out loyalty, integrity, no drama. give back to the community that they ride, and that is the bling divas and so they went to a uh, she organized a big event for them, and um. I thought, oh, it's supposed to be a little girly event, blah, 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 blah. And then I was shocked. I think sonar has got something to show. These girls rocked it. Yeah,
3: it's a a big weekend for us. We we try to plan a trip in March every year. We've been doing it for eight years. And uh, we just... Pull, pull our money together. We had this big, giant, 7,000-square-foot house with pools and jacuzzis. Yeah, Pulled you can hold your and, now. <laughs> man, it was just like a blast. And there's a, a really amazing up-and-coming photographer here in town uh, named Jasmine Nicole. And uh, uh, through Capturing Moments, she came. She's amazing. She is wonderful. Who knew that a gallon of milk... And some uh, bougainvillea flowers could make me look 40 pounds slimmer. <laughs> but she nailed it. Um, but
1: she followed us and followed our trip. And we, Those we pictures are just... Yeah. I mean, when I saw these on Facebook, I was just like, whoa. And I mean,
5: we're
3: hooked on the Southwestern, all the shows that are on TV right now that have um, you binge-watching. So uh, yeah, we, we did nice. some dress-ups and we just pounded about a 1,000 miles in four days and we just celebrated sisterhood and women on wheels and
1: motivating and uplifting. And that's, that's it. We awesome. had a great time. So yeah, it was good. We look forward it was to really, more. Really, really cool. I, I mean, I don't know if outsiders can come, but I would love to come and check it out next time. Mm. Cause that looked like fun. I mean, that's, that's something yeah. I could definitely be a part of. I, yeah, I, and you can could, you could check it out on our Facebook page, Bling Divas MC. It's Diva
3: with an E, because we are the more spiritual divas, not the Mariah Carey kind of diva. Uh, <laughs> and you can follow our travels. We've been riding
1: together it. for many years, and uh, we'll continue. Very cool. It. it looks like a wonderful weekend. Uh-huh. Patty, you're up. What did you do, man? Because uh-huh. I know you got some family stuff I'm, to do, but I'm, you I'm, got to. How am I supposed to follow this? This is terrible. You were mentioned on your bike this week. I was. uh,
4: You know, we're we're working on that carb, and uh, we're missing uh, a couple parts. So, you know, I'm a little on standby on that one right now, but I did get my hands a little dirty this weekend, which was fun. Uh, husband, I don't know. her nails are flawless uh, I don't know <laughs> My husband is working on his Electroglide um, Swapping out some exhaust on that um, Cleaned the garage, made
1: some homemade fettuccine And pickles over the weekend So, What are you doing with the bike? What kind of bike, what are you doing with it And who's sponsoring it? My 94FXR? Nobody's sponsoring it, are you kidding me? They sponsored
4: it years ago well, no, you said you got parts from oh from sns yeah i'm sorry yes yes so uh dave semla and grant uh hill um actually sent me some parts saw my my fxr and sturgis and said girl what are you doing running that carb for the stock carb and uh sent me out some stuff and you know they've been really good to me so uh a big shout out to sns for sure thank you gina yeah i appreciate that yeah yeah so sorry so sorry no 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 yeah in fact the the bike is called lucky penny and i'm i'm lucky because uh (laughs) a lot of stuff has been sponsored uh for that motorcycle throughout the last few years so yeah
2: Yes, SNS awesome. is right here in Viola, Wisconsin. Yes, they
3: the are. Yes, they are. I got SNS cams in my bike. I uh one of the, you got to speak with Kenny and he did the the build on my bike. And uh I took second place in a a dino contest of Chandler uh this weekend. So she
1: black, yeah, awesome. black diamond was making some noise. Awesome. Well it sounds awesome. good, and yeah, we just want everybody to know uh we got um, Dennis in the house right now. He's saying hello. The Great American um, Biker Magazine, they're saying hello as well. Uh, Mario, hey, Mario from Knuckle Busters, he's saying hello. Let us know what you guys have done. Cindy Cruz thank you for joining us. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Continue to join us. Give it a like, give it a share. That's how we spread it among our motorcycle family and friends. And we appreciate that. We've got Full Throttle Law on board with us from our 1400 AM K Shop Studios out there in Sin City, where that Double Trouble duo is right now. We're gonna figure out the figure out the right name, but let's run to some motorcycle news because there's a lot going on in the news sector right now. Um, first up, we've got uh, Can Am. Can-Am, as you guys know, BRP has been around for years and years and years, um, and they are doing some, well, they're just coming back. They're just coming back to mark their 50th anniversary of the Can-Am brand, and uh, so they're do, they're starting out with a, a two-wheel electric motorcycle, two-wheel, of course, electric two-wheel motorcycles. Um with the motorcycle industry shifting to electric, we saw an opportunity to reclaim the motorcycle heritage and re-enter the market. And that was uh, that was said by um, BRP CEO Jose Bajoli. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. That I love when a brand resurfaces, right, Scrapper? I mean, isn't that what this is about?
2: Well, let's listen.
1: Let's let's listen real real quick to this. or watch. Maybe it doesn't have any sound since then.
2: I had a mean old porcupine head two-stroke can-am dirt bike back when. That was one I let get away. there's a shop 10 minutes from here, and they got all kinds. They have a whole building set up, but I didn't see nothing about the electric bikes. A lot of things are going electric. Well, and
1: yeah, you know are. what? That's where the that's where the industry's going. We need to uh, grab Harley and, and maybe just do a whole show about electric coming up. But that is what Can-Am is doing. They're coming back into the industry. Can-Am is looking forward to bringing this new electric product lineup to its dealers showroom floors. Um, further solidifying their financial strength and key uh and reach in key markets, first models will be available 2024. So it's great to see a um a manufacturer that has had such a strong name in the industry come back and and uh just get with the program and, and be on the same page and you know be able to evolve with, with the new
2: with the news uh, i tell you the uh the turbocharged 1000 maverick side that they make it, my buddy's got a four-seater and it is better than anything that six flags great america has to offer uh it is it is uh, <laughs> a treat to go riding in that thing it is unreal <laughs> and my name my neighbor uh nick uh he's out there in gunnison right now hitting the trails i should have went with him and um He's uh, uh, hitting it up at uh, Hartman's Rocks down in Gunnison on a one thousand three seater and uh, the work mule. I mean that thing is tough. It's the size of his Toyota Tacoma. You know, I mean they they they're, they're going hard, hard these days for sure.
1: They are. Fantastic. All right, so in our second news story, we've got Kevin Schwantz. He is um, he is Grand Marshal for the AMA. Vintage motorcycle days, uh, which is in Ohio, and that's coming up in July. Uh, so Kevin Schwantz, um, any racers? No, he is Grand National Champion, um, 500cc Grand Prix Wars, uh, championship in 1993, retired two years later, legacy of 25 GP wins. This guy has just been at the heart of racing and motorcycling, and he is going to be the uh, 2022 AMA uh, Vintage Days National Champion. If you're from the Midwest, everybody goes to this. If you can see on the screen right now, there's pictures of this event, which is just uh, Pinkerton, Ohio. Number one is home of AMA, and it's huge. That, that, uh, if you've that, ever been to the um, to the JNP Showcase that they that they used to do in Iowa. This is bigger than about It's just, it's just, it's a huge
2: area. That that little boy four years ago, racing, chasing, Orme took first place at Vintage Nationals on a MX uh, 174, so he could qualify, and he built that thing after like three years. And he uh, last year he blew me up on Facebook. Book about taking first place at Vintage Nationals. I
1: remember that. Nice.
2: Oh my God! Nice. That was real accolades to you. You were kind of like his mentor. That was very cool. Man. Well, I don't know. I mean, he his his mom uh, sells Beta trials bikes, and he was 11 and took first place, I guess, on something like that. But the fact he went through four parts bikes and and and, and uh, uh, three years of putting that thing together. Yeah, they, they, were, they sent me a video when they first kicked it off, and his mom was swearing up a storm. She was all excited.
1: <laughs> so Schwantz is going to be at the AMA. He's going to be the Grand Marshal. He'll sign autographs, speak to enthusiasts from the AMA soundstage, participate in a lap for the history run at noon, and uh, that is all going on mid-Ohio for the uh, Vintage Motorcycle Days. Which is really a big deal. That that's really a big deal. It's a three-day event, and um, it's a lot of. Put it on your calendar, man, because that's a great time. A lot of great vendors are out there. Um, The way that vintage motorcycle parts are going, I saw over the weekend at Donnie Smith's. It's off the hook, um, over the top. Things are going like crazy. So. Get out there and, and find your good stuff. And Kevin Schwantz, if you got an autograph from him, you'd be thrilled. Seriously.
4: I'm going to have to make
1: like 22nd through the 24th.
4: I'm going to have to make more road trips out to the Midwest.
1: Well, girl, you're from uh, here. You right? might as well. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It was so funny at the Mikamoto on auction this year. I was flying in and uh, to Vegas where, where Penny lives and she was flying home To where I
4: (laughs) just Chicago. Yep, we just we cross paths in the air.
1: All right, guys, for updated news on Harley Davidson. Harley Davidson has a strong fourth quarter. Hmm, imagine that. And that was, of course, twenty twenty one under the company's hardwire plan. The fourth quarter revenues totaling one point two billion. A forty percent increase, forty percent increase, wow. compared to seven hundred twenty-five million the uh, same time last year of uh, the fourth quarter. That resulted in a net income of twenty-two million compared to a net loss of ninety-six in twenty twenty. So big difference there at Harley Davidson. Um, no, um, no slack, and what they're doing, bringing the hardwire in, um, getting a lot of. Um, a lot of response. We were just talking a few minutes ago about the live wire and, the, well, the electric. Uh, we were talking about the electric motorcycle sector. And it is really big. And it's it's coming. Uh, there's a lot of, I'd like to do a whole show on it just because I think there's a lot of opinions out there. You know, I, I know a lot of old school that um, just could care less. And I know a lot of uh, middle school that are, are really kind of for it uh, and thinking about it. And then, of course, you've got um, people that are really going forward and think that um, this is where the future is going to go. Yeah. So, well, um, I think it, we should Ch- do. Shannon Ch-
2: was like, she said something about uh, Bougainville or something. I grew up in Tucson, you know yeah. and I, I lived in the I lived in the Catalina Mountains in the middle of nowhere, and oh, and yeah, you know, I, I mean. I, I I don't know. But I'd like them to put that to the test. You know, they 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 took this old triple two stroke and they ran it in San Francisco through the hills. They they had an electric fan on it and they ne- it never came on once and never boiled over. <laughs> so they got rid of the fan and they only made them for six years and they got, you know, I want something that, you know, is reliable. But man, around here in the city, in Chicago, up in Milwaukee, man, you know, I'm going to see a lot of those bikes on the street. I'm sure, but I, I, I see a lot of Indians lately too.
1: Yeah, yeah. So the financial outlook for 2022 is that Harley Davidson Motorcycle Company revenues growth 5 to 10%, uh, operating income margins of 11 to 12%, um, operating income to decline by 20 to 25 capital investments of 190 million to two twenty. Million. The outlook assumes that supply chain challenges improve. Second half of the year, Harley Davidson is looking forward to a good 2022. I got
3: the most buttery leather Harley Davidson jacket from my girls for my birthday. I put it on, it's the one with the Swartzky crystal. Uh, Willie G. skull on the back <laughs> and I put it on I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to look so fast at the track. I don't know how fast <laughs> I'm going to go, but I'm sure I'm going to go faster
1: in this. I'm going to be so fast in this jacket. It's beautiful. It's
0: funny.
1: We're going to have to do a show just on the motor clothes itself yeah, then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, That's going to be your department then, yeah. Dazzling, to get that. All right, and speaking of Harley Davidson results, how about if we just run over real quickly to Ducati is also spending a good year of up just
2: messed up my they're on an upswing.
1: <laughs> they are on an upswing. Yeah,
3: they are they are they had, they had positive results. They opened eighty four new dealerships. Uh, and that was the real key to their over the prior years.
1: Well, when you see a OEM, oh yeah, when you see a, um, a brand that starts to go across the board, like Cycle Gear has been uh, with, uh, with Komodo Holdings, uh, when you see a brand just opening up all kinds of stores, you know there's an upsurge and things are, are looking really well for not only that brand, but for the industry itself. We saw that in Daytona. Daytona records were, were, uh, attendance was really high. Um, Kudos to Ducati. Uh, It's a sexy motorcycle. I've always loved that motorcycle. If I were to get another um, non-V-Twin, I I would definitely go with a, um, I would go with a, a Ducati. Ducati is probably one of my favorites.
3: Yeah, the CEO said they're coming off their biggest year in company history, up like 24, 25% over any other year. So, I mean, that just says every company's up, more people are getting out on wheels. And now with the price of gas, I know it was great for me to fill my tank up for $25 versus. Filling my truck
1: up for, for hundred. Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't think I want to talk about that blasting right. out know, right. to Saint uh, right. Paul yesterday. So was, I was a little dismayed. Uh, uh, I did uh, the whole calculation before I left. Supposed to be 143. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." It was an easy 200, uh, Here, yeah. there and back. Yeah, there and back. Um, okay, so um, real quickly, what else have we got? I want to talk. I don't think we're going to do. I want to talk about that Suzuki because that Suzuki is blowing me away that it's a patent SOS system. Yes. So this is what they're doing in all of the um, Suzuki patent and SOS system for its motorcycles. This is what they're doing in the helmets now. So whereas... Um,
3: the little sensors. Sensors yeah,
1: you can put. Basically yeah, I'm trying to think what helmet I'm talking about that I was... Oh, oh, my God. Okay, it's not the... Uh, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, it is a collision alert, but there's a helmet that does... Uh, uh, and there's quite a few, but darn it. Uh, we've been in big talks with them. Anyway, so this is what they're doing on this motorcycle, and it's amazing. The helmet version of it does an impact recall, so it'll tell the impact. It'll call 911. Mm-hmm. Um it, it's just amazing what the technology is doing and now that Suzuki has got the SOS system on it it just blows me away. Yeah it, um,
4: it's pretty cool it has like a sensor in your boots that shows if you're standing upright meaning that it's not on the bike the fear of an accident yeah yeah it's pretty cool. Yep.
1: So this is one of its own um very own system first one to come out with it where it's um, it's actually part you know, of the bike.
3: You turn it on, and it tells the system you're on your bike and you're ready to go. And if you have some kind of problem while you're out there, you get thrown from your bike. It's going to make sure that it gets uh, a call out to emergency personnel. So yeah, and that's amazing to me. Um, yeah, I like it because there's you know companies like uh, Dynasee that have those really really great. A uh, vests that know you've been thrown and they inflate and they help you. But this one is just built
1: into the bike. You know, it just your bike talks to. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I I love that one on um, on Facebook where the whole vest blows up and it, um, you look like the uh like the marshmallow man. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a joke because it, it couldn't really encompass you like that. But and, you know, um, when we
3: come back from the break, can we talk about the Arizona lane splitting law got passed? So I want to I want to just have you touch on the Arizona. Lane Let's
1: to touch on know. that really fast now because when we come back from the break, we're going to bring okay. Barbie on. So I did okay. want to talk to you. You're really close to that. Um, I experienced that in um, in uh, California right. yeah. when I was out there with Lee Parks for years. Uh, doing that. So what what are, what are you, what's your take on it? So, so California
3: has more, like a more robust program. They have more lane splitting. Yeah, I
4: did it filter. for many, many, many years living in L.A. and riding yeah. in L.A. and it was the safest thing
1: I could have done. Yeah, the lane split, the lane. Gazelle, split I need you to get back. I need you to get closer to your mic. I can barely hear you, baby girl.
3: Okay, so the lane filtering is more when you're under 45 miles per hour. Traffic is coming to a stop. It allows you to go between Cars like to get to the front of the line at lights and things. Uh, You still have to pass at a safe speed, but Utah's doing it now. Arizona's doing it. Boy, I cannot wait till we can do it in Nevada. Uh, 120 degrees outside, sitting on 600 degrees with 400-degree exhaust blowing in your face. So uh, getting Arizona to pass it, I think we've got a chance in Nevada because pretty much everyone around us has some sort of filtering or splitting. So good job,
1: Arizona. They're just starting to implement it. Well, they passed it on March 24th, just a few yeah. days ago. Yeah. Governor Doug Ducey officially signed it into law, and it legalizes lane filtering uh, for two wheeled motorcycles, which I think is great.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, because uh because we have the availability and why do we need to sit in traffic and it just makes more traffic. Um I mean I think all of the it's all plus plus plus. You know, I think all it's a win win.
3: I think kid. it's a win
1: win for us, it's a win win for traffic, it's a win win for uh, state laws. Um Dan, what's your thought? <laughs>
2: My thought is, I mean, there. I mean, like in Chicago, there is no real speed limit. It's as fast as you can go from one light to the next. And it's every man for himself. It's nice to make it legit so people don't complain or whine about it. I mean, we're going to get to where we got to go. I, I, I remember uh, uh, gridlock traffic, 98 degrees, swelter and humidity. I took the pedal bike lane and just kept it in second gear all the way down on low Orange Avenue. What are you going to do? You got to get to where you go. You'll burn a clutch out. They're air cooled. You got to go. Yeah, I think that's the whole point of having a two wheeler is being able to dip in and out and get to where you want to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I agree. Yes, sir. I agree. So, um, we are going to be right back after these messages. Please give it a like and a share. That's how we share with everybody. We are bringing it to you live from the 1400 AM Cake Shop. Uh, Full Throttle Law Studios as well as Open Road Radio. Um, Please uh, join us in, in the comments and we'll be right back after these messages.
3: Drivers don't pay attention. You have to assume it's going to happen one day because it is going to happen one day.
2: Somebody did a suicide left in front of me and I T-boned him at 45 miles an hour. I
3: got cut off by a semi, went down on my bike, ended up in a coma for four days. Biker Down was founded in 2011 and seeing tragically my friends get injured and I felt that there was a need for an organization
2: that helped the biker community. The medical expenses totaled in excess of a million dollars for 38 days worth of hospitalization and operations.
3: Biker Down stepped in the day of my accident. They were there with me in the hospital. My true realistic dream is that we can help as many as we can help because it is life-changing for them. Biker Down is one of the best organizations that I've ever come across. Certainly donating and volunteering your time. And even if you can't do that, attend our events and get a $20 t-shirt for your $20. Those kind of things make a big difference in a small nonprofit like
0: ours. How can you tell if somebody actually cares? Look at their actions. At Full Throttle Law, we are all about protecting riders. That means we don't just organize rides. We take action to keep riders safe. We have sponsored or created over 20 safety-focused events in the past year alone emergency response classes, first aid courses, riding seminars, track days, garage nights, and fundraisers for local independent charities like Biker Down. Any law firm can help you get a settlement if you get hurt. But we're already on the road with you, doing everything we can to make sure we all get home safe at the end of the ride. If you've been hurt in any kind of accident, tell your smartphone to call Full Throttle Law. We ride together. To ride, Seafoam Motor Treatment was born with a focus on being a safe and effective product that helps engines run cleaner and last longer. Seafoam Motor Treatment is now one of the best selling additives in North America. Seafoam Motor Treatment is an all petroleum blend that helps lubricate upper cylinders while it cleans, helping engines to run cleaner, run smoother, and last longer. Seafoam products have attracted a passionate following as the proven choice for mechanics, vehicle enthusiasts, and all sorts of people who love or depend on engines. We've grown since our humble beginnings, but our focus is still the same. Save products that are proven to work and keep engines and equipment running their best. And if you're looking for a great cleaning combo for your bike, try Seafoam Bugs Be Gone to Clean and Seafoam Fast Shine to Detail. Ask for it at your local retailer. Seafoam, the trusted choice since 1942. Check out the website for the full line of products, locations, and videos at Seafoamsales.com and like us on Facebook. While some products fix problems, Andrews solves them. With nearly 50 years of passion, precision, and high performance, Andrews products changes the world of motorsports. Engineered and manufactured in-house, Andrews excels by using aircraft steel, then machining to the closest industry tolerances. If you need powerful cams, gears, and transmissions for your ride that are proudly made in America, use Andrews products. Contact andrewsproducts.com or call our tech line Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 at 847-759-0190. JNP Cycles, the leader in aftermarket motorcycle parts, best service and selection since 1979. JNP Cycles has all your Daytona Beach 2022 Bike Week needs with over 40 vendors on site, whether you're looking to dress up your ride or the rider. JNP Cycles has what you want. JP Cycles offers the biggest brands, the best prices, and is your go-to for tires and many other installations on site. Our JP Cycles Destination Daytona retail store supports bikers year-round at this location. JP Cycles, call them at 386-615-0950 and be sure to visit them at 253 Destination Daytona Lane, Ormond Beach, Florida. To proud sponsors of Open Road Radio, JP Cycles, riding, wrenching, and racing since 1979.
2: They're no glitching the matrix uh.
1: <laughs> And we are back Thank you so much for joining us on Open Road Radio and their new time slot Monday nights from 8 to 9 p.m. Central Daylight Time. I should go across the uh, across the nation. 6 p.m. PST 8 p.m. CDT and 9 p.m. PST. That's a mouthful. That's a mouthful. (laughs) That's a big mouthful. Alright, thank you for joining us. Give it a like, give it a share That's how we bring this program to you We'd like to thank you for joining Open Road Radio tonight and their new time slot We'd like to thank our um, new station, K Shot 1400 AM out there in the Sin city of Las Vegas with our gals Doslin and Penny FXR We are Thanks.
3: back Woo-hoo. Barbie, let's go Show us what you got
1: we have a special feature uh-huh. with Barbie the welder. I was She's just in amazing. Daytona. I was just in Daytona uh, a couple of weeks ago, and this gale comes romping through the the whole area, you know, the parking lot, and um, I look at her. And I go, I think that's Barbie the welder. I'm like, oh my god, I want my son to meet her because he just graduated <laughs> from welding Aww. school, and sure enough, it was Barbie, and I'm like. Oh! I love to talk to you, and um, yeah, I got to tell you what I just—I have been a follower and I'm real excited that you can join us tonight, Barbie the Welder. Thank you for being here, and uh, and welcome to the show. Oh, super honored to be here. Thank you so so much for inviting me. You are quite the um, quite the girl on LinkedIn. You've got quite a quite a big following and just in a very short time, I think people really respect and admire what you do. I know that your videos are fantastic. And that's why I started looking on LinkedIn um, to follow you. Um, You really bring it to the forefront of, of a strong woman in the industry, but yet um, more so just to true educate and, and inform and entertain um, people on, on what you do, and I love it. Thank you so much. Tell me about, um, you just were in upstate New York. You did a, uh, you were at a welding, the American Welding um, Conference. American Welding Society,
5: it's um, a welding competition that they're doing. The, the Buffalo, Niagara region was doing their, um, it's uh, qualifying for states, Big welding competition ends up going like a, just, I believe it goes worldwide. I know it goes nationwide after like states It'll go national. So they, uh, the kids were qualifying for it. And I got to go up there and speak to, I think over a hundred students and, uh, and parents that were there for the event, which is really, uh,
1: really an honor. That is fantastic. And, your work is unbelievable. I mean, it, it's just at the top of of your level. What, how long have you been doing it? Tell us a little bit about how you started and, and what, what you're about.
5: So I've been welding for 15 years. Uh, 15 years ago, I saw the movie Castaway starring Tom Hanks. And <laughs> the beginning of the movie, I know, right? In the beginning of the movie, there's like this 15-second clip of this woman welding these giant angel wings. And I saw it, and I like it just it spoke to my soul, and I knew that I needed to i knew I needed to be a sculptor, and I didn't have any artistic background, and I did not have any I had never welded before, I had no idea what you know like the different types of art, but uh I saw it and knew that's what I needed to do.
4: Your sad angel um that's in front of that funeral home, absolutely stunning. I mean just takes your breath away. Yeah, she's gorgeous.
3: Yeah. One of the things mm-hmm. I like also Barbie is I you have written so many cool books about how we can also do it, you know, sometimes artists or uh you know other trades they don't want to share their best kept secrets and i think it's super admirable that you are an inspiration and you put you know everything from how to mold silverware into something really cool down to how to weld a spider with an <laughs> instructional video mm-hmm. and i think that's really awesome because some of these things are lost arts and if we don't share them and get some of these things like wrenching on your own bike how to weld how to do electrical things you know there's a whole generation that is lost they're not going to be able to do this stuff
2: i I don't i don't mean to interrupt you shannon but mike Rowe from dirty jobs can't give away trade school scholarships vocational school scholarships no yeah i can listen to a weld like big lebowski on his rug listening to bowling strikes it's amazing what she does is like like, uh, uh, hashtag wild porn, you know? <laughs> I mean, I, I remember yes. she, uh, up in Milwaukee, right here, she's got the, the death from above eagle up there with the shield. And that was like a four 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 years ago, five years ago, or something like that. But um, whenever the, every year we go up there uh, um, for the, the anniversary, no matter what, even big or small, we go make a bunch of noise. Yeah. But, um, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, well, anything trades with your hands, it's, uh, there's going to be a huge skills gap coming. Yeah, and, there well, is. you know. It's already here.
3: I mean, forget about how to wire a socket. They can't even change a light bulb some of these young young folks. At least at least the ones I raised sadly.
4: Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I have a 20-year-old and we've totally instilled into him. He started out wanted to be a welder and now he's going into the IBEW. Um, awesome you know, yeah yeah to be cool. in a be in a yeah. trade so yeah yeah
5: the, the you trades are something. unique as far as like you think about back in the day like it would be handed down generation to generation like the the knowledge and skills and so I came up as a fabricator not as an artist and so it's literally you know my dad taught me um, my dad's Jack will trade. So I learned from him and had the courage, you know, just go in and work with my hands. It's normal for me. And then going into welding, I was taught by brilliant craftsmen who shared their knowledge and their skills and their time with me. And so when it came time for me to learn art, that's a self-taught skill, but taking that and going in and teaching other people, it's just part of who I
3: am as a craftsman and as a tradesman. Yeah, and if you want to get her any of her books, you can you can go on Amazon, uh, and you got to go kind of quick because some of them sell out. One of the uh, one about animals is not even available till tomorrow; it'll be back. You can get it again tomorrow, but yeah, look it up on look it up on uh, Amazon and go there and support her. There's a couple of them that are really kind of cool. The one about <laughs> how to just to take life. In general, no. bad situations and turn it around and uh, I how to put ish into fuel and sugar. Uh, I like <laughs> that. I like that whole concept and it, it's really admirable as a woman to woman. So you're
1: doing great.
4: Yeah, yeah for sure. Oh,
1: thank you. You a fantastic DM job. Jeff. And not only that, but you're a writer yeah. and you're working on a, a new project right now.
5: Yes. I've got a few things coming up, but this year is uh, this year is truly unique in that um, I normally do metal sculptures and but since I think 2001 when I started watching Biker Build Off and this is before I even got into welding like I wanted to weld a bike and take it cross country and this year I'm making time in my schedule and pushing my commissions back and I'm um, I'm so scared and I'm so excited at the same time. I've never done it before. I have no clue what I'm doing, but I understand fabrication and art enough to where I am going to build
1: my own bike.
4: Yay. Awesome. Yay. awesome. Yeah, it's great.
1: Well, we don't have any doubts that you're going to do it. Just <laughs> you're going to do it. Great. What is the bike that you are working on?
5: So I don't even know yet. And actually before I went to, um, before I went to Daytona, my full plan is: I I bought an '87 Harley XLH with a Buell 1200 motor in it. That is custom; a friend of mine built it. I bought it with his permission, with the intention of building, like, chopping and building that bike myself. And I've had it for two years now. But after riding it at Daytona this year, I just had like I haven't had a lot of time to ride. Well. I have not taken a lot of time to ride because I've been working on sculptures and so I haven't put a ton of miles and spent a lot of time with the bike but after Daytona I put like 700 miles of my bike down there and I can't I can't chop it anymore. So I'm either going to buy a roller <laughs> and start with that, or I'm going to build my own frame, and I don't know which way I'm going to go with that. I know it's going to have a springer. I'm going to build a springer for it. Right And on. I know it's going to have a soft tail because I love the, the hard tail look, but I also want to take it cross-country, and I want to be nice to my bum bum. I <laughs> <laughs> don't have any doubts. We Barbie, have no
1: Barbie
3: the bike builder somebody's saying uh you, you need like another whole
1: whole section Bar- Barbie the bike builder there, there you go. go we have Colleen Crawford who is saying that uh, she is a big fan as well Shannon Lee um she's saying she's loving it Barbie hey, badass thank you uh Dennis Stober says um that's awesome can't wait to see the bike that you build um barbie the bike builder yes
4: <laughs> yeah that was from grateful american biker magazine yeah
1: yeah there's there's definitely a huge fan clip but she's already known that she, she's gets on uh, linkedin I, I think that must be your favorite social media outlet because you do really well on there and you've got a, a huge following um Probably not just on that, but I happen to catch you on LinkedIn all the time. And uh, I like to go to LinkedIn for some really great information and educational stories. And you're right up there on on number one. So you're doing a great job. It's amazing that um, you've brought this to the forefront. It's exciting. My son is watching uh, Jake, who Mm -hmm. just graduated from welding school, as I said. And uh, big inspiration. So kudos to you. I'm glad to see what you're doing. Well, well
5: congratulations to him. Like, hazali. Like, that's amazing. And it's so exciting to see all the students that are going through the welding programs. It is definitely through social media. People are seeing other people doing it. They're seeing what an amazing and fun career it is. And there's, like, there's so much more to welding than just, like, the awesomeness that you guys are seeing. It's uh it really is an incredible career. That there's no industry that welding doesn't touch.
2: But it, you know, you got you got the table there. You got your some clip angles. You can make your layout and everything with some soapstone. But uh, you know, you look at some of your sculptures, and you're like, you you you, you know, you got to really have a brain to see that stuff and and make that happen. You know that. And I don't think your bike should that your building should look refined. I think it should look like a. Doomsday vehicle like Mad Max, you
5: know?
1: <laughs> Dude, when I get done with it, they're going to call it Mad Barbie. I <laughs> like it. That's we okay. can't wait to see that. Some of these sculptures, and let's get back to that real fast because some of these sculptures are like this one right here that we're showing that uh, Facebook has it up on time. Um, it is a, how, how tall is that? And how long does that take? Some of your amazing creations that you put into it it's going to be hours and hours and they blow well, me away depending on which one you're showing this months and months yeah <laughs> yeah jack skellington the that's behind
5: or yeah jack skellington good job barney it's davy jones i got a jack skellington mailbox that's why i thought <laughs> of it say so oh. davy jones took me three weeks i've got uh, a six foot tall tradesman that I created for um for a client that is six foot tall that one took me five months to make that oh. and when I'm like when I'm working on a sculpture it's seven days a week and usually like 16 to 18 hour days that uh that I put in it but it's uh yeah it's I'm obsessed with it and it's so much fun it is I love the results and so like the work doesn't even doesn't even phase me <laughs> yeah.
1: It just amazes me, like like with the fireman um, sculpture that is, what, how many feet tall? Oh, that one is six foot tall. That one took me two months to do. I mean, when you're building it, is that the right, is that the right, how yeah. do you know where it's going to end and how it's going to end to me that, that, that blows my mind. It's, it's like it's starting on the level that you can work at. And then you're probably working on a step stool and then a ladder level. Uh, how are you, how, how does it work that, that one wasn't, I've got like a little plastic
5: step stool that I use. Just, I don't have room for anything taller. So I'm in a small garage, it's like six foot's the tallest of anything I've ever finished because my door is six foot tall. I can't get any, uh, any taller than that. But, uh, yeah, oh, my gosh, I love that one. So, like, that one was built in pieces. Did the base first, built the ladder on my bench, and then the ladder fit into the base, and then I built the firefighter and the child on my bench, and then they just got put up on the the ladder, and then same thing, the window frame. I actually start with the curtains and the window frame first, and then built the base and just kind of put everything together at the end.
1: you do amazing work. It, it's just... It blows me away. Again, I I probably can't say anything other than it blows me away. Um, Great job. We really appreciate that you came on with us and talked about it. We really have to bring you in for an entire show just to get the entire cusp of what you do because it's uh, ever-expanding. Your creations are phenomenal. Don't even want to know what they cost because...
4: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Probably way
3: above my
1: pay grade.
3: You can go on our website and see. But but if yes. you're looking at the price and you know you're spending five months on a piece, like it they actually seem underpriced. I mean, if <laughs> when you when you really think
1: about it, this is your
3: life's work. This is what yeah. you do.
1: And you're spending real quickly, we're gonna have to wrap it up. But uh Barbie, give off give everybody some information. I know that um Shannon just shared that. Give us some information where people can get more.
5: Alright, so you guys can buy any of my available sculptures on my Etsy shop. Everything's under Barbie the Wilder. You can go to my website, barbiethewelder.com. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, and YouTube. And uh, check out my books over on Amazon. Just search of the Wilder
1: and it'll come up. You do a great job. I can't believe you have the time after all, all of this you uh, <laughs> put together to do social media, but thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much. 1400 AM Dazlin and Penny in the House. Scrapper Dan, as always. Thank you. You'll see more from Scrapper Dan next week here on Open Road Radio. We want to thank everybody for joining us this evening. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week and we'll see you next week right here on open road radio thank you guys have a good
0: evening see you next week peace out thank you for tuning in to america's premier motorcycle talk show open road radio
1: hey thanks for coming along we hope you enjoyed the ride